so you sharded. Yeah, do you want to? So when's the last time you sharded? Um, great question. I have a couple of memories of sharding. I remember one time I like was on a, a trip somewhere and I came home long traveling at the plane off the plane and everything and I was I was standing at the kitchen counter in my parents' house making a little snack or something exhausted before I go to bed and um, thought it was just a toot and it was more of a poot. Really? Down my leg on the floor. It was bad. That sounds so terrible. And, okay, so what about you? Now that you talk about it, it is all coming back to me. I think it was in Tofino. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I'd like swallowed too much um, seawater from surfing or something. And uh, it became the ongoing joke, and we made it into a game. We're like, would you rather mm. do something like boink Guy Fieri or shart in the fire? It became like an ongoing thing. It was always the second option. Wait, did you shart into the fire? No, but it just became a joke that way because I was like, I sharted today, everyone. I'd like to I'd like to tell you that I did shart. And right. it, it did happen today. And then it turned into a really fun game. Right. Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone sharted in the fire. Um, I, the only reason I bring this up, look, mm-hmm. this is not a, some hacky, like, let's talk about sharts. I sharted this morning. Wow. And what happened was I had to sneeze and fart at the same time, and I was doing, like, a cool maneuver. I was, like, doing, like, a, I don't think I was swinging Like when Mario thing. wins yeah. a thing or whatever, right? Exactly. And, um, like, threw my leg up in the air to, anyways, poop came out. Wow. Yeah. So what was the cleanup situation? Okay. <laughs> it Did wasn't you? on the floor or nothing okay, today. Good. Yeah, I was... Kind of contained. Anywho. But the way you brought it up to me, we're just like doing our show today, and you're just like, I sharted in, in my pants today. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool way to bring it up. And I'm sorry. Do you want, do you want to talk about it? Right in the middle of snack time, too, for you. Yeah, you just, just been into this chocolatey granola bar, and you brought it up. Anyway, so now you know about it. Thanks for listening to the PJ Party Podcast. This is what it's about every week. Just tales of sharts. Just kidding. Shart tales. <laughs> Do you know that Art Aronson, who does news for us, had a podcast for a while called Shartcast? Oh, yeah! Because it was him, Art, and with a guy named Shane. And that was the, yeah. That's great. That's the combination of their names. There was something you wanted to bring up in the podcast this week. Well, there's a few things. Uh, let's see here. Someone in the Fernwood area and neighborhood of Victoria has been tagging the word pubes on stuff. Yeah, I've seen that tag. Many well, you times. have. Yeah, people like to post about it too. Like, I mean, that's a tag that people remember. But we don't know who pubes is. No. And why they like that as their name or as their tag. I don't understand that. They think it's hilarious. Maybe. The reason I, because I really dislike graffiti tags for the most part. I think oh. it's ugly to look at. I think that obviously, yes, don't text me. It can be done beautifully. It is an art form to its own self. I have seen that done. Yes, I get it. I get I get counterculture. I understand all that stuff. But generally, it's not done in that way. It's just someone without a lot of talent just scribbling. Yeah. And it l- makes the neighborhood look bad. It can ruin actual public art. Mm-hmm. When someone like a like a graffiti artist, like an actual artist, comes in and puts like time and energy into this beautiful piece of artwork in like an urban area, mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. But yes. then when a tagger comes over and just tags over it willy nilly with just like a 
spray can that's like the color whatever yeah and it's just a tag so that people know that they're cool or whatever it's it sucks it sucks for the artists who put that amount of work into it well there was a story that happened this week paul archer who's one of the most like talented artists in victoria this airbrush he does this airbrush art he often does it on you know sides of walls and things big massive art he's a really talented guy he you know probably grew and came from the culture of like you know doing street art art. yeah and yeah, he has this beautiful mural somewhere downtown of a crow close up. It's actually on his shop. Right. He has like a, a gallery for his artwork. And Was he that has on Fort Street? Beautiful raven yeah. on the front of it. And um, this is on his own property. It's stunning. And yeah, someone came through and did a huge tag on it with like bright pink. <sighs> Come on, man. Yeah. So that sucks. That mm-hmm. It just sucks. It's just, it's so crummy and disrespectful. You know, even if you don't care about your community, how about to other artists or to actual artists? Yeah. Just bothers me. But the pubes one. Oh, yeah, pubes. Now, as long as it's on, like, I don't know, the back of a dumpster or something, and what I like about the pubes one is that it's got curly. The S has got this little swirl to it, and then it, off the back of those is these, like, really nice swirls, if you see the picture. Mm. And I just think that's so neat. It reminds me of actually... A pube? Well, yeah. But when I was on a bus in high school... Uh, you know how, like, the windows would get fogged up and then people would draw, like, wieners, yes. right? The Picasso of the wiener art world would then take their fingernails mm. and do some swirls yeah. to put pubes around <gasps> in the frost of the window. Beautiful. What's your tag? Well, I guess, I, do I have one? I don't have one. I have a tag. Oh! Yeah. And, uh, okay, well, if I'm ever using paint, it's a cat butt. Right, pull. of course, yes. If... It, I don't know if you're supposed to say that, but it's not like I go around tagging the city or anything like that, right. but that's what I would like to do. Anyway, and then if I'm on uh, a bus that's, you know, condensating or whatever, or a window, yeah. um, I take my hands in like the form of the devil horns, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, but in three spokes, and I do 666. Right, got one it. One swipe motion. Actually, you know what? I have a tag then as well. I, I often do the little drawing of a rocket ship taking off that someone told me uh, looks like a vagina. The Beautiful. way that the fire and the like the smoke all comes off from the ignition of the rocket taking off, yeah. it just looks like a vagina. That's so you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think that's great for you. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. Well, this week we talk a lot about the monolith that has uh, appeared and disappeared and then reappeared. Well, an update about that is that it was the work of like an artist collective. Yeah, kind of. We could have all guessed that. Obviously, it's like a big prankster, kind of a bunch of pranksters. And now they're trying to sell replica monoliths for like 45 grand each. It, anyway, well done to them. They got the oh, attention sure. of the entire world. So, I mean, well done. But why would you toy with our emotions like that Truly. in 2020? Anyway, that's great. Um, one thing that didn't get as much attention is the penis yes. statue that arrived, that erected. So in Germany, in this beautiful like forested park, they have a giant wooden penis. Mm. I don't know why. It's a six foot, six inch Penis statue, I guess. Just it's a big one. Yeah, it's a heavy hanger. It's a pretty hanger. <laughs> yeah, you would call it that. Uh, erected four years ago in mysterious circumstances. It was just this nice thing. This is like, you know, big wooden dong just straight up to the sky. Yeah. And now just as mysteriously as it appeared four years ago, it seems to have gone away. Uh. Yeah. They also think that it was probably a practical joke by a bunch of dudes. And that they're hoping that their original owner carried away this giant boner. They wouldn't have been able to do that on their own. They would have needed a whole group of people. Yeah. 
an orgy of people. <laughs> to carry away the- <laughs> so if you'd like to go and look up, um, well, you can do that. I want to know the exact name of it. Uh, here, it's on the Grunton Mountain in Bavaria. <laughs> Why I wanted to know. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, or maybe I'm mispronouncing the that. The Grunton area next to Moan City. <laughs> it's like there's a, a little umlaut uh, over the years. Maybe it's Grunton. Maybe Grunten. that's it. But I like to think that it's Grunton Mountain. Oh uh, yes, great. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, I love it. Okay, great. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Have a great week. Wow, that dumb monolith thing went away, and now it's back somewhere else in Romania. Who cares? Oh, what's your problem, Paul? I thought you were excited about this. What if it's aliens? Grow up, Jen. Grow up to us all. It's not going to be aliens. It's going to be something stupid marketing gimmick, and they're fooling us all. Whoa. Whoa. What, what the? the? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Wow. What the heck? Greetings, Earthlings. We are here to present ourselves to you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is... What? What? The understanding of your place in the universe has changed. You are not alone. That's incredible. Yes, and it is true. We indeed are responsible for the monolith. Yeah, wow. Like, I really thought this was going to be like some sort of dumb ad or promotion or for some product for Christmas or something. Oh, it is. Oh, sorry, what? Pardon me, what's that? That's right. The PlayStation 5. It's out of this world. Oh my god, really? Please, no, not this. Also, try Mountain Dew Code Red. Totally to the extreme, dudes. Oh, oh bother. bother. Well, tis the season now. Yes. Honestly, like, we're really now, we're really getting into the holiday season. Uh, there's a lot of talk about, you know, shop local or mm. what do you get? It's like order online for pandemic. And of course, you want to, like, add in that personal flair, something especially for your significant other. And you brought to me a very interesting idea. Well, we brought it up to Zoners a couple weeks back, saying I wanted to, you know, find some new puzzles, because me and my partner have been getting into puzzles lately. Right. Yeah, it's pretty spicy in my world. And I went ahead and thought about the custom puzzle route, and I was like, okay, well, maybe I can make it a mystery puzzle, and then he does the puzzle, and then it's like a mystery image, Mm -hmm. and I was like, what if... I turned up the spice a bit. Oh, boy. And took a saucy photo of myself. Oh, boy. And put it in a puzzle form and gave that to him for Christmas. Hi, millennials. This is where we're at now. Sending nudes. Boring. Sending nude puzzle to make. Love it. So, okay, go on. So what I, an idea. I made sure that my face was out of <laughs> the photo because I was sending it to a company to do. Oh, my God. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Like, it was just a little saucy, you know? Well, I ordered it. It went through to my visa. And then the next day, I got an email and it said, hello, dearest customer. This does not follow our guidelines because of inappropriate imagery. What the heck? (laughs) I don't care for... Now, you said to me, no nip. There wasn't even a nip in this. 
So what the heck? What do they have a problem with your belly button? Yeah, maybe I got a real saucy belly button. Uh, just so a heads up warning that, yeah, they don't really like that. So I was able to <laughs> blur everything out and try it again, and I'm hoping it passes the quality control. You know, this frustrates me. <laughs> I know that we have content creators on Instagram right now fighting back against, you know, rules like this yeah. uh, about what you can put online. Now even the puzzle companies are not I letting know. us express ourselves. Free the nipple. Free the nipple. Puzz the nip and then free it. <laughs> well, I guess it's that time of year. And I actually really like this, too. Yeah. I love the year-end lists. Mm-hmm. If it's best of music, if it's, like, sexiest man, I guess, is around this time. Um, Dan and Eugene Levy just made, like, entertainers of the year or oh. something like that. Yeah, these, I like that. Yeah, these lists are great, too, because it allows you to kind of argue about something that's lighthearted. You know? Yes. Yeah. I love a power ranking. My God, you yes. know I do. Spend yes, you do. Countless you love evenings to, to scream about screaming it. Screaming my opinions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so one of these lists is the Times 100 Best Inventions of 2020. And oh my gosh, mm. someone from Victoria made that list. Get How out. cool is that? Uh, yeah. A UVic mechanical engineering student or alumni made this really cool, like, composting garburator contraption that sits under people's sink. Yes. It's like super eco-friendly and yeah, it's an alternative to the classic garburator. That is so amazing because I love a garburator. It's nothing better than just like taking stuff and shoving it down and then just hearing it get destroyed. But you know, it's always like, well, where does that go? You know, like, is there a monster down there? Where what happens? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're feeding a monster or like in the Flintstones, like a bird lives down there, it's <laughs> yeah. like wisecracking. It's a living. You know, that's great. But I don't think that's what it is. No. And then <laughs> composting is good. Like we did that in my house. Good. But God, is it a pain in the ass? Go into the freezer, get the Tupperware, put the egg. Shell oh. in, put it back. Who left to get the compost out? And all the screaming. Well, I'm going to use it again. I'm making coffee. The ground's got to go. Oh, you do it in the freezer. See, I have my composting just outside of my um, kitchen window. My uh, old roommate made like this contraption where you put mm. your bucket in, which is nice because compost smells. And that's what this contraption mm-hmm. actually stops oh, wow. is all the od- odors as well. So you put it underneath your sink and it separates the waste, like the solid waste and the liquid waste and then Whoa. puts it like perfectly in this composting bag for you. There's an LED light that lights up when it's all full and it completely eliminates odors. That is so good and I don't know what it costs but mm-hmm. it c- couldn't be that much. It's available for pre-order right now. The actual product is called Sapura. Cool. So if you want to check it out, the website is sepurahome.com. If you're interested, we'll send you a link. But good for this person for inventing this. Yeah, it's Victor and Nikolov. Congratulations. Unreal. Everyone loves seeing their Spotify rap to see what all the great music they listened to this year. I wasn't surprised by mine, I gotta say. Okay, what was it? Well, my most listened to song mm-hmm. was Saved by the Bell, the cover of the original theme song, Saved by the Bell in the 90s. Yes. But done by Little Yachty. When I wake up in the morning, the alarm gives out a warning. I don't think I'll ever make it on time. It's alright, 
Oh, uh, what? This just came out like last week. Yeah, it's a banger. I've listened to it, what, 357 times? Mm. Okay, well, my Spotify rap says that I mainly listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah, which that, ones? That was my jam. Um, Very, very boring ones. Well, let's define our terms, gentlemen. Are we talking about redistricting or are we talking about reapportionment? It has been a 2020, Jen. Thank you so much for listening. It's the Afternoon Zone with Paul and Jenny. Hello. Thanks for listening. Um, BC Ferries has started to celebrate the holiday season. They've put up some Christmas trees at mm-hmm. some of their terminals. And one <laughs> photo of their Christmas tree at, uh, I believe it's the Port Hardy Terminal. Yep. Well, it went viral on Twitter. They're really good at going viral on Twitter, BC Fairies, um, because <laughs> they've made a Christmas tree that is like so specifically 2020. Yeah. The decorations that they decided to use are not the usual sort of Christmas ornaments. No. Yeah. You know, you're right there going viral. Maybe this is their new marketing plan. They tried out the like the big banners in uh, the Rogers Arena in yeah. Vancouver for a while. Maybe now they're going to try and go by going viral all the time. Yeah, exactly. So someone snapped a shot of this uh, tree and they have inflated a bunch of latex glasses loves and use those mm-hmm. as ornaments. They mm-hmm. actually look kind of funny. They look like weird viruses almost, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've cut out pictures of their mask sign that went viral for looking like, you know, male genitalia. On and, the face, yeah. Yep, and they put that all over the Christmas tree. Some yeah. toilet paper. Toilet pa- the, the very top of the tree in place of the star or an angel is a toilet seat. <laughs> I don't know exactly. Does that just mean like 2020 is a toilet? Yeah, or, it's, uh, it's all gone down the toilet they have poop emojis in there the bottom the base of the tree is the actual toilet itself it's really just a beautiful representation of 2020 of course you know they're just making some light of the situation obviously the pandemic is super serious and they take safety very seriously but they thought they would bring some smiles to people's faces I love it, and God, don't we need it right now? Um, yeah. So, for, put up my Christmas tree over the weekend, and uh, we had a little 2020 moment as well because I felt I do, but get a lot of those ornaments that have the year on them. Yeah. And then you look back over the years, and you're like, oh, this was the year we did this thing, or got a house, or went to Disneyland, or whatever. Uh, so this year, we just wrote with a sharpie. 2020 on a uh, miniature used up Purell bottle. Oh, amazing. And hung that. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Okay, year-end list time. I love it. I love being told in list version form what is happening and what has happened for the last year. I yeah. wonder, though, if the appetite for these is going to be less or more this year hmm. since we hate this year. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people want to, like, reflect back on the year too much. They don't want to relive any of those, you know, traumatic events or, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> we talked about, obviously, the Spotify wraps lists are out, yes. which, like... I think a lot of people are really into that. I'm seeing them everywhere. I love seeing what my friends are listening to because I'm finding now more than ever, I am diving into different genres, more artists than usual. And I get like, I just, it just a bigger rotation of music for me. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I like it too. Okay. Here's another one now. Oh yeah. I was going to say too, the Spotify one is like, it's all sad music. A lot of people are really sad with their music this yeah. year. Anyhow, this is another list that really reflects and like properly reflects uh, what 2020 looks like. Top free apps downloaded, at least for iPhones right. and, you know, iPads, the iOS uh, store and ecosystem. So I'll, I'll count you down top 10. Okay. okay. Real quick. Number 10, cash app. Uh, well, no one's using cash anymore. I guess you're sending it over app. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Gmail, Messenger, yeah. Snapchat, obviously mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Those are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, we get it. Now, the top three 
are the big ones, I feel like. Disney Plus. Was that a new one this year or last year? Came out late last year, about okay. a year ago. Yeah. So, uh, but I think people, the hype started roiling up for Mandalorian. Yeah. That's pretty much the only thing that's on there, unless you want to watch, like, the Disney classics, like The right. Little Mermaid and that. Yeah. Anyways. TikTok. Ah, I've been spending so much time on TikTok. It really is attractive to me. There seems like a lot of cute cat videos. A lot of cute cat videos, educational videos, <laughs> a lot of people talking about mental health and other issues as well. Well, that's it. There's a, like one of everything on there, but are they spying on me, Jen? Everyone is spying on you, Good Paul. Good point. Great point. Great point. Okay. <laughs> and the number one top free iPhone app this year, take a wild flying, flipping guess. Oh, I don't even need to. I'm just, you at home, you go ahead and take a guess. Okay, say it out loud in your car. Say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, it's Zoom. Zoom. It's also the one that people hate using the most, I feel, at this point. Oh, because it feels like 2020 to them? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, hang on, where's where's Skype on this? Oh, Oh, (laughs) Skype, you blew the lead to Zoom. That's such a weird thing. The letterboard at Oyster Bay Resort in Campbell River is going viral for its pandemic message. Yeah, it says, wear a mask. It's not like we're asking you to wear a Flames jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious and inspiring. A message for our town and our times. Yeah, wear a mask. It's not like it's made out of Marty the Marmot's fur. It's not like it's a bumper sticker not in the shape of Vancouver Island. It's not like it's a leaky rain jacket. It's not like it's off-brand Blundstones. It's not like it's non-local craft beer. It's not like a hike without posting on Instagram. It's not like it's a Jack FM t-shirt. It's not like drinking a shaft without a straw. Or a paper straw. Wear Wear the the mask. Welcome to it. This is uh, the Afternoon Zone. It's Paul and Jenny. Hello. Hello. Thanks for listening. Now, I know a lot of people are spending a lot of time at home, and one of the things that you think would probably be doing really well during this terrible time, mm-hmm. sales-wise, is uh, scented candles. See, now, I have this fight around my house. I just bought a really nice scented candle, but oh, I've yeah. got the Christmas tree up, and, you know, when the girls are like, oh, let's light the candle, I'm like, no, we'll have f- fighting smells. No, no, we you got the tree smelling nice. I don't want the candle as well. No, no. Both? You, you got to have complimentary smells. Like, if you've got the scent of uh, pine, we'll try, like, a cinnamon apple, something baking in the oven oh. sort of smell, or a nice vanilla. Wow, you're right. You know? That yes. would really bring out the Christmas, you know, aroma. Okay. Okay? Yes. I always have scented candles going on. Well, it turns out that Yankee Candle, a very popular scented candle brand, yep. their reviews have gone in the pits. Since 2020, their reviews have just gotten so, so bad. And a lot of the reviews are saying, this doesn't smell. It doesn't smell like anything. Hmm. You said it was a scented candle. Why is it not smelling like anything? I'm returning it. Give me my money back. (laughs) What could have happened in the year 2020 that would cause Yankee Candle's candles not to smell? Hmm. Hmm. COVID. (laughs) Yeah, one of the symptoms is that you lose your sense of taste and smell. Yes, of course. And one of the one of the uh, reviews actually says this. It says, I purchased three of these. What a waste. There's virtually no scent at all to these. If I, wa- if I wasn't confined to my home because of COVID, I would return these for sure. Oh, my Someone's God. Someone self-isolating at home and not so being now, able to smell it. <laughs> the reviews for Yankee Candle are, like you said, they're totally in the toilet. Yeah. And I don't know if this, it sounds like this started as people legitimately dealing with COVID and their mm-hmm. sense of smell was gone. They started writing this. But now, are we thinking like 
it's a viral thing. It's a prank. Maybe. It's a meme. Oh, it's a funny thing to go are... and pile on. Either way, this poor company is not doing so well because of these terrible reviews on Google. So let's just wrap that up. Here's for all you scented candle fans out there. To help the sales of scented candles. Yeah. Hey, what a great early detection system. I know I go into the fridge for the peanut butter, mm. but if you can't smell your scented candle, maybe stay home from work this week. Or write a Google review. <laughs> thanks for listening to the radio. Yeah, thanks for listening to the radio. We appreciate that. It's mm-hmm. uh, no secret that the entire entertainment industry is kind of like in a real upheaval right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, across our industry and radio, it's kind of tough times. Um, Warner Brothers just made a big announcement, like major, major movie company. We're like, uh, we don't know what to do with these movies. We're, we're going to put them on TV now, I guess. Wow. All these like big theatrical releases. That's a huge hit for them. Yeah. Another major thing that was announced was that Radio Disney is shutting down. There's a Radio Disney? Yeah, down in the States, there's like a handful of radio stations across the country that just mm. plays Disney music. Oh my gosh, wow, okay. <laughs> it, it was like a big thing, not just like, you know, music from the movies or whatever. Uh, they would play like Miley Cyrus and Demi oh. Lovato and Selena Gomez and all of those like Disney house singers right. play their songs in there and then they would get majorly popular. Oh my gosh. So if Radio Disney is closing down, I don't know if that's looking any good for other radio stations too. Um, okay. Well, here's the thing um, for you and I here, Jen. Uh, yeah. Just so you know, Radio Disney in uh, Latin America will not be affected. They'll still keep going. So okay. if things really hit the bricks, we could always head down Old South America way and uh, I call Bolivia. I'll go to Chile. Okay. <laughs> Guadalupe. Yeah. Um, but it also begs the question. Okay. What's the best Disney song there is? Oh, I know mine. I know mine, and it's for one specific reason. Teenage Simba, when he comes in with the, it means no worries. Oh, that is my favorite line ever. Yeah. Hakuna Matata from The Lion King is by far my favorite Disney song. Right. We've uh, we've covered this before, but Jenny had quite an awakening <laughs> to that movie. You ever have a Disney character or any sort of cartoon character that awakened okay. you? So, it was Teenage Simba for me. Okay? Oh boy, yes, we know. The way he flipped his mane back? Are you kidding? <laughs> yep, that sure was. Um, so my favorite song, Yeah, this has nothing to do with any awakenings. Okay. I, I think it's got to be uh, a toss-up between um, Want to Be Like You from The Jungle Book. Oh, wow, yeah. I think that's an underrated one, too. Right? Yeah. Deep cut, but such a, such a classic and so good. Mm. And then, um, you know what? Everything from Moana. I'll just put, Oh, my Lanta, yeah. Let's put it on in the house. Just brush my teeth to it. It's oh, wonderful. Now I'm sad that Radio Disney is closing down. Well, it's a good news for you and for all parents everywhere. You just put the VHS tapes on, on repeat when you have kids anyways, mm. so you'll hear the songs again. to play. What did we learn today? The game where you win by remembering. Joining us on the Zone phone right now is Hannah. Welcome, Hannah. Thanks for calling. Thanks for playing. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, what are you up to tonight, Hannah? I'm just going to the gym and then heading home and making some supper. Okay, oh. yeah. What's for supper tonight? Uh, actually, a chef's plate meal. It's one of our first nights trying it. Oh my gosh, everyone's getting into those food boxes. This is on the food box? Mm-hmm, so handy. Oh, that is so nice. Yeah, what do you, what, what's the gym protocols like for you? Um, they say you're supposed to wear your mask in common areas, but I find I just keep it on all the time and then 
kind of, I feel like I should stop going pretty soon here, but um, it mm-hmm. feels pretty clean and safe there, so right. not super high risk. Yeah. Yeah. I've been finding the gym, at least that I go to, uh, Forge, it's like super, super protocol. Like everyone's wearing their mask. It feels super safe there, which is good. Um, but yeah, Mm -hmm. they're cracking down on it lately, which is a good thing. Keeping everyone safe. It feels like a real trick. And especially if you're leaving yours on all the time, like a trick is getting a mask that works for you for working out. Yeah, for sure. Have you found one that works for you? Um, I have. It's kind of like a, it's definitely a thinner fabric. It feels like almost like a pair of like Lululemon pants kind of oh. thing. Um, and I find it, it seems a bit heavy sometimes and I wear it for work too. And sometimes that's a bit much, but, um, yeah, for the most part, it's pretty okay. Oh, that's good to know. This lousy pandemic has just turned us all into a bunch of mask aficionados. <laughs> yeah. And like, we just know what yeah. kind is good. and For what occasion. Stylish. Yeah, it's like, it's a whole new piece of clothing that we've all just adopted. It's, such a, yeah. it's a wild thing, you know, like we were so used to socks, underwear, pants, shirt, blouse, you know. Mm-hmm. And now we got mask. Yeah. Yeah. Whole nother thing. I think about it when I get dressed in the morning. I'm like, which mask will match this outfit the best? Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's get into this game. Yeah, Hannah, you know how it works. We've got five questions and you have 30 seconds to answer them all correctly. If you don't know something off the hop, feel free to pass. Maybe we'll come back to it. Time is running against you. And you're playing today for a 12-pack of Last Call Vitamin Beverage, okay? Awesome. Okay, here we go. Your time starts with this question. The Oyster Bay message board that went viral says, wear the mask. It's not like we're asking you to wear what? Oh, God. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Have reviews for Yankee-scented candles been increasingly positive or negative since 2020? Uh, Negative? Name one of three former U.S. presidents who will be getting COVID vaccines on camera. Uh, Obama? What Victoria Company will be on Dragon's Den tonight? Ooh, uh, pass. True or false, you can drop off your toy donations at Peninsula Co-op locations until December 9th. True. Yeah! Oh, okay. We, I think we got three. Let's roll through these here again. Hmm. The Oyster Bay message board that went viral says, wear the mask. It's not like we're asking you to wear a Flames jersey. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Um, You got the one right about the reviews for Yankee scented candles. They've been increasingly negative because people have been (laughs) uh, diagnosed with COVID Mm -hmm. and then trying to smell them, and then their negative reviews are like, they don't smell. What the heck? Uh, you were right about Obama. He said he's willing to get a COVID vaccine on camera, as well as uh, Bill Clinton and George W. Bush. The Victoria Company that will be on Dragon's Den tonight is Bin Breeze. It's like this powder that goes in your compost and makes it not smell. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. And it is true. You can drop off toy donations at Peninsula Co-op until December the 9th. Uh, Hannah, not a technical winner. But we love letting fly with the prizes, so we are still going to give you a 12-pack of Last Call Vitamin Beverage. Sound good? Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Hannah, for playing. What did we learn today on the Afternoon Zone? And remember, you don't have to listen to the whole show to win, but it helps. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch.
Thanks for joining the PJ Party. 